Aya, Barbara Nice here, Barbara's and Strides at Nice as in the Biscuit, and welcome to this week's podcast of Barbara Nice and Friends in Paul's Shed. It's numero dos, which if you don't know means number two. That sounds a bit wrong, that. But anyway, you know what I mean. We are going to be talking about public transport, which is very close to my heart, spoken word clicks, and also rating everything. Why must everything be scored? And the value of getting out there, getting amongst people, and just having a good picking time. Hiya, it's Barbara Nice here, Barbara's in Strides at Nice's in the Biscuit. And this is my second, my numero dos podcast. Hiya, now I'm in Paul's shed, and last time we had a smashing time talking about this pub. I had a lad in who went to a lot, a lot of underage drinking used to go on. And it, we had a belting talk about pubs. And people seemed to like it. It's Paul. It's Paul Shed. And Hello. Hiya, Paul. All right. Hello. Now, listen, you've had some um, feedback, haven't you, kid, about it? Yeah, people liking it. It was very, very nice in that we had uh, people feeding back on uh, iTunes. So please do what, get your what, iTunes. Fed back on iTunes? Yeah. How can you do that? Well, if you listen to an iTunes podcast, you can just click five stars. No other, you can't do anything else. What, Not with this mean? podcast. We're, do you mean we're a five-star show? We're a five-star show according to at least oh, eight or nine people. That's not bad. Cause you've only just started. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk it down, Paul. No, no, I'm I asking won't. you to talk this show up. It's the best show that started in October. That was called <laughs> Barbara Nice and Friends. Yeah. So give us an idea so I can see well, on yeah. the screen that you've got in the shed. Yeah. Oh, mod cons. These five stars. It's like a trip advisor. It is. It's very good, Paul, <laughs> isn't it? It's basically, it's exactly like that. They give you a review based on your uh, performance. And what have they said, Lord? They said, uh, jump on board, ever, everybody jump on welcome. Board? Well, steady like three, steady, what does that mean? A 333rd steady. Steady 333. Says, what, everybody welcome, love this. He loved the podcast. Go back to the steady 333. That's his name. That's his oh, username. Right. <laughs> I wondered what he was referring <laughs> to. I thought, well, what was he talking about? And then we've got about? a... That's his name. Yeah, oh, all right. Are you steady if you're listening? And like. then we've got a Danny Boy 543 who says, top work, mm. great studios. That's obviously what you review in a podcast. Great studios, great sounds. She's mm. re- nice. Oh, oh lovely. You, she, Barbara. Right. And uh, then the top one, um, what to do with your extra 15 minutes? Well, given there won't be any pubs left to go to, probably not. But uh, how about a quick game of what time is it, Mr. Wolf? Oh, I do play that. What other subjects are you going to cover in the podcast? Proper food, proper jobs, travelling by bus, New Year's Eve parties at your mum and dad's. That's from Kaza Moon. Again, five stars. So thanks, Kaza. And she's asking what we're going to talk about on this week's podcast. Well, I did have a plan. You know, you've got to have a plan. And I was going to talk to these two lads about, I don't know whether anybody knows Mosley Arts School, but. I'm afraid at the last minute, one of them said they've had an adverse reaction to a mm. flu jab. Yes. I think he just fancies a lie in. <laughs> well. and, uh, and the other lad is doing a thing and he can't come. But life's wonderful, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen, and all listeners out there? Because you just, cause it's called Barbara Nice and Friends and you can meet friends anywhere. Even people you never, never really met before can become your friend. And I was just thinking, what the heck are we going to do? You know, got Paul's shed booked and mm. everything and... I bumped into this lovely girl, Sophia, and I said, will you come in the shed? She said, I will, Barbara, and this lovely lad, Danny. So they're here. Aya, thanks for coming into my shed at the last moment. Thanks for inviting me into your shed, Barbara. You're welcome. And Danny, how are you, love? Very well, thank you. Nice lad. He's got a lovely scarf on. <laughs> <laughs> That's not from Debenhams, is it? No, no. Well, oh. my, uh, my, my sister made for me. I say made, very loosely. All she did was uh, tie down one of the sides... She, did, she, she darned that side of it. Darning, that's a nice word, isn't mm. it? Darning, mm. bring back darning. Well, it's lovely. Thank you. 
because of course you won't be able to get anything like that from Debenhams. It's gone. <laughs> All the snatching. You did. I'm not breaking news, Emma Sophia. They've gone, love. <laughs> really? Honestly, love. All the signs were there. Sail. Sail signs in all the windows. The signs were there. <laughs> and and I missed out on that sale. It's gone, love. Oh. At Mopey Marks and Spencer's is going to be safe. Do you think, do you, what do you think, Sophia? It's a classic. I, don't, a cl- I don't see Marks going anywhere. Well, I hope you're right. It might be more food and less clothes over Yeah, time. Well, everybody likes the food. If it does go, love, where will we go for Chris and Knickers? Because although everybody <laughs> likes the food, it's the Knickers that are big. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I like a big nick, and I don't know about you. So anyway, yeah, D- Debenhams. Def- did you did you know that, Dan? I uh, I was aware of it. Yeah. In my lifetime, it was more the um, House of Fraser. Bef- what? what was pre House of Fraser? Rackham's. Rackham's. Rackham's all gone. In the centre of town. All gone. How does it How does it feel for you? All them was shops th- going. I mean, the only reason I used to go in there was because my dad used to take me at the age of ten to go and get my hair cut. Mm. Well, he's got lovely. Hair. You can't see him, but he's got very long hair. You <laughs> well, I don't need it done anymore now, do I? No. What 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 kind of hairstyle would you say you've got, Dan? I would say it's a combination of. Buzz cut on the side and back. Right. And dreadlocks on the top. It, I tell you what, he looks a million dollars. With that you. scarf round his neck, he looks like a film star. <laughs> I'm just taking I'm taking the insult that my shed's very cold. Oh. It's got a scarf on in my shed. Well, right. it's all right. We're in the shed, love. That's, mm. it's, we've got sh- we've got shed fashion. We'll it's very the, important. We'll have the duvets next week. Shed fashion. Can Duvet, I mark? That, that, all right, okay. Yeah, tog <laughs> up. Let's tog up together. Can I market shed fashion? What love? Can I can I make this into a marketing thing? Shed no, fashion? you're always trying to get a business <sighs> opportunity. This is just a chat. This is love. We don't have stand. to try making money all the time. I say do it. It sounds yeah. very hipster. Hipster. What, <laughs> Sophia? What does hipster mean, love? Do you want to give that a go, Dan? I don't want to offend any hipsters. <laughs> cool. Just listen. No, not Dan. I'm asking you. Go on. Oh, pressure. Oh, no, e- ed- like super edgy, but like oh, in an ironic way. You know. Right, what do you mean by ironic? Now, come on. Oh, People who brew their own beers. I'm going to get trolled sort of now by all the hipsters in Brum. Don't worry about it. Like an ironic, love. super cool, but not cool. I'm not trying to Very be Very cool. long beard. Very long sculpted beard. I, I would say that the epitome of a hipster is somebody who uh, wears a nice amount of clothing, but in an ironic way. Uh, You're not wearing that ironically, I absolutely hope. Absolutely no, not. No, because you look smashing in it. But also, the term hipster um, is not specific to our generation right this is something that is i've got news for you nothing specific to your generation (laughs) (laughs) you know that don't you right go on then um in the sense that hipster is a term that is used for what what this person is or what this style of person is but it's not you know it's not just someone that walks around with a style beard with glitter in it right Uh. oh what do you mean like a halloween look no no this this is something that was like a fad, right? Something mm. that was popular in the summer. You go to a festival, you'd have your, your man beard. Um, yeah. You'd have a beard, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have some glitter in it. And that was part of the, part well, of the trend. I didn't what know th- festivals? Hang on, Paul. Sorry. It's my bloody show. <laughs> what festivals? Um, one uh, lunar festival that took place in Umberslade Umberslay Park, was it? Um, oh, I, oh, I went there. I did Mr. and Mrs. Did you? Yeah, it was good. Go on. But I never did saw nobody. See, there was glitch. anyone there with a beard? Well, there was loads of beers, but no glittery. Sparkles. No, love. Bestival? Glastonbury? No. No, not no. heard of them. Well, I've been, love, just not this year. <laughs> I went when it was very, very muddy. Have you ever been to a festival, Sophia, when it's muddy? I've been to a festival, but it was a, it was a festival in the old Olympic Park. So there was no mud. Stratford. And that is just in right S- up my street. In Stratford? Yeah. 
what do you think about the Olympic heritage? It's just a few table tennis tables, love, isn't it, outside <laughs> community centres, and they've gone. We will add for mugs, Sophia, really. I think that happens, that generally happens, doesn't it? Of course, we've added yeah. for mugs, love. What, what do you think will happen um, in Brum? With the Commonwealth yeah, Games? Yeah. I don't know. The Queen likes the Commonwealth, though, doesn't she? <laughs> now, I happen to know, actually, because I, I was had a chat with Sophia before we come in, that you do, you're like, do spoken word and stuff like Is it an opportunity, the Commonwealth Games, love, to, to get some nice poetry written? Did, would you find it inspiring? Ooh, I think... It has been inspiring. There was a big handover, wasn't there? Amira Salah was a massive part of that. So she... Oh, I know Amira. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think most people know Amira. So she wrote a brilliant piece, which was oh, all about Birmingham. Oh, I thought you said Amira Salah. Oh, Amira. Oh, I don't know Amira. I know Mira. Oh, you should... Voice of the Poets is her... Oh, brilliant. ...her stage name, so you oh, should right. check her out. Yeah. So there was a big handover and she was part of that. So she, she did a massive piece about Birmingham and some of the great parts and some of the... Parts of improvement, shall we say? Yeah, we we want more than just a few table tennis tables, though. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? Yes, Paul. You're going to get a tram as well. Uh, oh, That's we, thing. Where will it go, though? Where does that to one wherever go? the Commonwealth Games will be. Right, where will it be? Daniel seems to know. Yeah. Where do you think it'll be, kid? Um, well, no, I just I like the idea of the tram, right? Yeah. Because this is somewhere you know, like trains, trams, buses, coaches are all brilliant things for yeah. for content. They're when proper as, as a creator. When you say content, what a, do you mean, love? Um, you know, um, poetry content. Like I spent oh, right. when I was um, being a young uh, up-and-coming writer mm. when I was at university. Mm. I thought I thought that was my calling. And um, when I did was I had three-hour train journeys back and forth from Birmingham to Bangor, and I'd take the extra long mm. train just so I could set up my laptop. It was a big beefy laptop back then with an industrial fan that used to sound like an helicopter taking off but I'd sit yeah. there and I'd write for three hours mm. and the, the countryside would be going past along the A55 you know you'd have mountains on one side and the sea on the other and it looked incredible mm. and what's more inspiring than long journeys well, with no can, other distractions it's a nice thing but sometimes it gets on your nerves have you ever been on a coach Dan yes Oh, you can lose the will to live, love. <laughs> Can't you? It, I mean, they're usually, you're pretty hungover usually when you're on a coach. Well, you might be, Daniel. <laughs> when are you, I'm interested in this. Why Why does being hungover equal being on a coach with you, Dan? Um, because there are certain brands of, of coaches that we, we don't need to mention here, but they rhyme with Schmegabus. Oh, you did. And they're oh, ones, right. they're ones on which, one they're cheap and cheerful. I think Sophia's been on one. She's got memories. Were you hungover on a Megabus, love? I, it would it would have been more pleasurable to be hung over on a mega bus. Oh, right. Then well. I wouldn't have been maybe so aware of all the things that were going on around me. Never again. Why? What was going on? No, no. It was family just, podcast. It was it was just awful. It was just awful. There, like, there were a few groups of stag groups no, on there. No. So they had just like started the day early. Oh, People right, eating. Well. Quite pungent food. <laughs> Is there a toilet on the megabuses? Yes, so. not that I would visit the no, toilet. No, you megabus, look like you've got high standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but public transport. I mean, one of the things that five star reviewers said mm. was, you know, let's have, let's talk about proper stuff like public transport. So, you're young kids now. Do you use the buses? No, no. Sophia doesn't. <laughs> why, why don't people call them peasant wagons? And I don't Aww. like that, love. I do. No, it's, it's I, revolting, that isn't it? Because all life's there. I was on a bus today, and I like seeing little kids, do you, waving at them. Yeah. I use Play the buses nice more in other cities mm. when I'm in other cities. Right. Yeah. But if I'm in Birmingham, then no, probably not. Why, love? 
my car's here. Yeah, well, that makes blinking sense. Logis- you're paying your taxes. <laughs> no big story, Barbara. I've got a car. Yeah. I don't drive. I'm ergonomically correct, love. So I don't know anything about driving, really. I'm confused why your car doesn't go with you to the other cities. It just stays in Birmingham. You get well, it's, a, it's a Birmingham car. Oh, it, right. it doesn't yeah, travel. It doesn't like traveling. No. <laughs> not, not outside the zone. <laughs> what about you and public transport? I mean, you said you're a big fan of the tram and the oncoming tram with the Commonwealth and all that, love. But I, in general, do you use it? Yeah, I, I use the train quite a lot. Mm. Um, mm. During the summer, I've been cycling along, along the canal, which is completely the opposite of um, public transport. It's it's such a self-indulgent thing because you just you and you can go past anyone else. You'd have to make a conversation for mm. a good 20 minutes. But that was brilliant. I loved that because it was serene and, and calm and don't have to worry yeah. about other drivers on the bike. But usually it's the train and the train nine times out of ten, is late, unfortunately. So that makes me stressed out before I've even started. It, now, listen, let's not pass false rumours. They're not always late, Dan. No. They're oh. not. Honestly, kid, I take a lot. You, you've, you're just falling into a stereotype there, Daniel. Well, which line do you take? Because I'll, I'll take them. yours. All of them. Where do you go? Uh, mine's a, a Litchfield to Redditch line. So it goes straight through the centre of Brum, goes past five ways, and out, out through the, the north of the city, so li- toward Litchfield, essentially. Across city line. Well, that's oh, a nightmare. Oh, is it? I do, well, all right then. I'm usually going to Manchester. Tell you what, Barbara, we'll, we'll go out one day. Right, well, I've copped off and that's what it's about, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. On a train. Absolutely. <laughs> and I've, I like the idea of his big beefy laptop. <laughs> 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 it's nice you're doing all this work and enjoying yourselves. Now, Sophia... As a, as a, oh, it's all go, isn't it? This spoken word. It's just poetry, isn't it, really, Sophia? Yeah. 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 Why do you think people like it so much at the moment? Why are we yearning for the spoken word, kid? Well, for me personally, yeah. so I'm like fairly new on the spoken word scene. Mm. Um, but I went to a great event and it was just so personal. I think ah. it's a way for people to kind of work through some quite deep issues in a creative way, which is always a good thing in my book. We're anyway. looking for the personal because that's what you said, Dan. You like being on the bike, like the serene in the person space. So personal. And I know that, Dan, you you started off doing hospital radio, didn't you? And how was that, love? Um, interestingly, for the first six months, I hated it. Why, love? Because I was looking at it from the wrong point of view. I was looking at it as a way to get into an industry and not as a way to look, you know, to to help people. To be personal with people. Exactly. And after, mm. you know, something clicked about six months in and I thought, oh, this is really good. And I'd go and see Deirdre every week who wanted some, uh, I don't know, some Elvis Presley playing for her yeah. or her favourite song by whoever else it was, Pharrell. That played a <laughs> lot, a lot of Pharrell. It was Pharrell, love. Oh, uh, oh, Pharrell, think it happy. Exactly da, the guy. Da, da, da. And that was the right. song. That was a, the for one. the next six months that was a song that everyone asked for. And did it surprise you that Deirdre wanted Pharrell? Uh, I think people think old people want the white cliss of dove and they don't. They want the verve. They want Prince. They do. They also they also want funny songs that reference their broken leg. Oh. What, like? Give us oh, an I example. Can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, these boots were made for walking. <laughs> well, It could well have been. Sort of thing. If somebody's <laughs> got a bad leg, a bunion operation. It was like they were waiting all week for the guy from the radio to come along so that they could drop their zinger. Um, and and get their song played, but it was lovely because um, mm. you know they might not have had any family come and see them for the week, and I was there mm. giving Does them a bit of attention. Does it still go hospital radio? Oh yeah, yeah, it's doing really well. Will always be like you were saying, girl, before we were um, here in the shed. It's always a great place for people like me to kind of get to involved. To kick off, you know? yeah. yeah. And yeah, for yeah. you, Sophia, where is your kicking off place as a, as a spoken word artist? Where's your equivalent of hospital radio for you, love? 
I think just the, like, there's a big scene in Broom, like bigger than I I had ever realised until I kind of mm. found myself in it. Beat Freaks run a really amazing event called Poetry Jam. Where, where if people are listening and think, oh, I wouldn't mind it, where is it on it's, the Poetry Jam? Love? It's Wayland's Yard, which is like Colmore Rowy Way. It's the first Thursday of the month, so that's to, this week. That's this week. Right. So yeah, then. definitely recommend that. And can anybody go? Is it friendly? Yeah, yeah. yeah Are it's all so ages friendly. welcome? We, I like everything mixed up. Juicy, we yeah. mustn't be in these little what they call bubbles. Bubbles, yeah, the, yeah. Everybody in the it's like an is the phrase echo chamber. Yes, yeah. It's not an echo chamber, is no, it? No, it's not. It's very, it's very mixed. All ages, all, all sectors of society. So yeah, I definitely recommend. So it. that's a good place to kick off and go in for the that's, first. That time. is a good. It's a very supportive audience, especially if you say you're new. You're always going to get extra, extra clicks. So yeah. What do clicks. you mean by an extra click? Well, so people. Oh, there we go. Paul, right. Paul's clicking away. If you agree with something or something resonates with you, people click in support, in agreement. It's basically a, a, a quieter round of applause for poetry nights. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. But throughout the poem. If we have a poetry show, I've, I've learned that. How would you feel if you got no clicks? <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice thing, but I always feel sorry for the people who don't be clickless. Maybe you could come along and do some pity clicks. <laughs> What's a pity click, love? You can invent it. Like, oh, this isn't going oh, too well, but we'll click for them anyway. anyway, love. Yeah. You've got it. I've got it. My pity clicks. Go on, Dan. It sounds very supportive, like either end of the spectrum. You're doing well, you get a click. You're yeah. not doing well, you get a click anyway. Exactly. Well, let's just <laughs> click everybody. Sounds like it's, is it not the youngest? You can't keep judging everybody. That I, that's, I stopped go, doing Uber because of that. I don't like Uber because you've got to give them the equivalent of clicks. I mean, I know I was showing off with my five stars, oh, yeah. but that's only because you've got to do it. Everything's judged and measured, and I don't like it, Daniel. I, uh, I took a, an Uber home after a night out about a year ago, mm. and uh, it was a long journey from mm. the centre of town out to, to the Black Country, to Stourbridge. Um, and I, I got there, and the guy said to me, he said, before you go, can you just do something for me? And I thought, yeah, okay. <laughs> and he was like, just go on the, go on the app yeah. you know, for, for yeah, Uber and, that, and the no. like. Yeah. Go on the app and just uh, and rate me five stars and leave a comment. And I was like, yeah. hang on. Like, yeah. that isn't how it works. You don't, yeah. like, watch me do it before you let me out of the car. Everyone's just You have been held he hostage. That. He did that. And I said, you can't do this. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, just just do it anyway. And I was like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. There's Everyone's a lot too more much, desperate. There's too much judging going yeah. on, isn't it? It was bad enough when you was at school getting marked. I mean, you was, I bet you was worried about your sats results were you <laughs> deeply stressed i about know sats. but does anybody ask you about your sats now sophia no i can tell bothered. you i mean what did you get love? straight fives in year six <laughs> year six wow <laughs> what about you <laughs> what about you dad sats wise hang on a sec is is, yeah. is straight fives in year six good I think the fives are yes. the highest. Whatever's the highest, you that's got. What she I got. got. That's yeah. right. I'm what did you get, Dan? I can't remember, but it clearly wasn't good enough. Just it wasn't as good as that. But she knows she's very good. Whatever was the best, Sophia Gorin. I do remember being uh, in. What was I been? I would have been thirteen years old. So mm. I was in the the top end of my primary school yes, and uh, having a reading and spelling age of a sixteen-year-old. Oh, right. Come on, so my sats weren't that good, but at least I could read and write spell and spell. Very correctly. good. What about you, Paul? That's why I once got. A certificate for most improved handwriting which is, a veil, which is a veiled insult in itself <laughs> uh, most improved oh you used to be rubbish but now you're slightly better it's interesting though because all this scoring it goes deep doesn't yeah. it which is all right if you get certificates but again if you're the kid who's certificate less 
Somebody yeah. should have been giving him a I click. Think, I think I, I think uh, at that at level, everyone gets a certificate and they have to come up with something for me. Uh, oh, uh, most improved, how might I just put that on? I don't think it was uh, most uh, amazing achievement. It's just it was my but turn. But you remember, week. it meant something to it you. It did. I was like Paul, stupid. Nothing, Paul, I've got nothing else. I'm telling you. Okay. It made a big difference in your it, life. Yeah, thanks. Stuck with you. <laughs> I remember, stuck with I remember you. going into sick form and... Uh, there was a, an award that some of the, the girls in the year above me um, handed out to, to, to new fledgling sick formers, right. of which I was one. And I was <clears throat> most improved, mm. full stop. Most improved what? The girls <laughs> gave them out. Most, what does that mean? Yeah, I didn't think I'd mean. improve. That means that I must have gone from the gutter yeah. to out of the gutter. What, but no. what were they referring to, Daniel? Uh, I have no idea. His scarves. I think appearance, probably. Mm. What do you think about girls scoring lads, Sophia? <laughs> like early controversial. On the tra- on the it is controversial, controversial. Isn't it? I think we're all, you know, even if you say you're not judgy, people are judgy. Oh, okay. You know. Where do we learn to judge, do you think, love? Where from does birth. it come from? From society. I think society. <laughs> you get given a gavel. Judge. Start judging now. It's interesting. I don't think babies are born judgmental, but you think it's no, no, that was throwaway remark. I'm sorry, babies, I, are, babies are not judgmental. No, I know. We just have to be careful what we say sometimes, don't we? we do. Because there'll be a lot of babies judged. listening to this going, hang on, don't tar us with your picking stick. <laughs> we are pure. <laughs> yeah, all this scoring, and I know it's very nice, this podcast thing's scored well. Yeah. But we are obsessed by it. Trip advisor, it's only miserable people that go on that. Oh, don't yeah. you think moaning about, I was surprised the tap took a while to turn. <laughs> Have they got nothing better to do? Is that not how you book your holidays, Barbara? By I don't. No, I don't. I talk to people in the hairdressers. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't go. Do you, I suppose they are in a way a trip advisor. Would you just? Would you look at the scores for everything you do before you do it? Isn't trip advisor just another like an updated version of, of a the hairdressers? Of, yeah, of a word of mouth. <laughs> you know, you're it's looking for so someone's tough. personal, um, you know. Commendation so and that it's helpful on eBay because if someone's like trying to sell you something and they've got dodgy reputation, you just wouldn't buy from them. But people lie. Do people put false information? True. It's all fake news. You know that. Yes, go on, Dan. Barbara, I've got a great story for go you. On, go my, on. My, my retelling of stories is not brilliant. Does it matter if you're amongst friends in this shed? All right. Okay. <laughs> so essentially, there was a there was a story that came out uh, probably about six months ago about a pretend restaurant in London. Right. I don't know if you came across this. A pretend restaurant in don't London. Go to London, love. Go on. Um, but they basically built. A, a whole image about themselves right. on on TripAdvisor and, yeah. and something similar to it, yeah. uh, and all it was was like you know like Paul Shed here. It was it was just. What do you mean just? There's no just about Paul What's, Shed. Yeah, love. what are you saying, mate? You tell us there's shed? no Father Christmas soon. <laughs> you want to get out of the shed? <laughs> come on, love. <laughs> no, I'd like to stay in, please. But <laughs> the point point being was that it was nothing more than a. A figment. A fabrication. They made the whole thing up. They made the whole uh, thing up, and and but what the problem was that people didn't know that, so they had bookings coming in for oh. weeks and weeks and weeks. Well, for this shed that didn't exist. Well, they, where they were ashamed of themselves. What did they say in the end? They said, uh, "This is a comment on society, oh, and you right. should all oh, be ashamed." Banksy. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay, now that's quite interesting, yeah. then, isn't it? But I, re- I remember this, and I think people were actually leaving reviews, even though they hadn't been. And their <gasps> whole aim was to be the number one rated restaurant in London, uh. and it worked. Was it a documentary? 
Yeah. So when you say people were leaving reviews, were they part of the scam or were people being thinking, oh, this looks good, I want to say I've been? Yeah. I think they wanted to be part of the in crowd. Oh, Sophia, yeah. it's dangerous, isn't it? Very. Though? It's proper. We've got to be ourselves, haven't we? We've got to be ourselves. We do. Yeah. So that's the kind of scam that scoring and trip advising can go on. Would you go anywhere on spec? Just turn up. Wouldn't you? I need you to clarify. Oh, on spec, it uh, just means just turn up, just go. Mm. Do you go? Do you, do you go anywhere? Just turn up and see what's going to happen. Actually, there's a lot of controversy about this at the minute, especially Why? In, go the, on. in the Birmingham area. There's Why? a lot going on with restaurants that are not getting the bookings. People are booking and not turning up, and people who have turned up on spec are being turned away for mm. people who have actually booked and not turned up, so they're losing a lot of business. I am fed up with the booking. Yeah. I think, what's, what's better than doing what we've just done now and just said, do you fancy coming in? Yeah, we'll pick and come in. Yeah. This is a real podcast, by the way, just to say it's not just me on spec making something up. You're definitely <laughs> on a podcast. We're doing our three voices yeah, as this, well. It's not uh, just me needing friends. And it's not your show, Paul, either. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll right. I'll be putting my hand up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back to what we was talking about on spec would you go out would you go for a meal would you go to see a, a band or something like that without knowing anything about them absolutely there are a few places in Birmingham where you can do this and where? it works really really well I would say Heron Hounds oh yeah I was there you, last night you can go there almost any day of the week and there will be some music or performance yeah. or something yeah, going on I even remember I, I think I when I used to work there there was a shift where I worked on a, something like a Wednesday afternoon mm. and there was a hairdresser's like show going on in one of the rooms Brilliant. and they were filming it and it was like a, a final for a for a I don't know I don't know I don't know so what you're work. saying is it's a, if it's about the venue sometimes you know you can turn up and there'll be something going on now what about you Sophia would you ever go anywhere and you didn't know anything about it or do you read up first a bit of both right. I think sometimes if I'm just out and about it's quite nice to stumble across things that you mm. wouldn't have found normally and they can turn out to be some of the best days, the best nights, just discovering things. I love a night like that. Just mm. go walk about. I, I did a jig the other night in e the Eden Bar. Do you know the Eden Bar? It's part of the gay quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely belting and all sorts going. And I just hung around at the end and I had no intention. They were doing karaoke. And this lad, he got up and sang from Les Mis, Master of the House. Du, 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 du. And I wasn't expecting him to do it because he got a great big beard and piercings. <laughs> And it just goes to show that you can't put people into boxes, can you? True, very true. I, I, it was a most unbelievable night. Just letting things go, just getting out there amongst people. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Fine. And getting mixed up and doing our own thing, a bit like we are now. So what? anything else then about scoring? What else do we score? Have you had a, a reviews that you've not agreed with, Sophia? All my reviews have been brilliant. Ah, so good girl. That's absolutely wholeheartedly brilliant. Wholeheartedly <laughs> <laughs> So, you, do you like the scoring system, the star system for reviews? I think. Well, I think that the the issue with it is it's very subjective, isn't yeah. it? You know, yeah. and but people do book off reviews if we're talking like theatre, cinema, no. and so on. But mm. it is very subjective. How do people get in? How do you start? Like you start with Hospital Radio, and you, you're starting with Beat Freaks. Because I've, I tell you what I think, and I think people, because I do a lot of live comedy, people only want to see people they've seen on the television. Mm. They've got evidence of them doing it. In the old days, music hall and all that, you wouldn't dream of getting yourself, we couldn't anyway, on YouTube, because people would have seen all your material. Isn't there something lovely about unwrapping a present that you don't know what's inside? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, why must we know what's going on before it goes on? The, the interesting thing is exactly this point is that a lot of the time people do just want to go and see something that is already familiar. So whether it's like a comic or whether it's in in my world, it's a DJ set. They they don't want to hear new music anymore. Why? They want to hear stuff that they're already aware of. And it's, it's really counterintuitive. You want to go and experience something new, right? You're in a live environment. Yes, you want to hear them test new material. You want to see like how the feedback works, how it kind of comes back. And a lot of the time people just go, oh, no, I didn't like it because I didn't know any of the songs. That's not what it's about. It absolutely isn't about that. Now, I feel awful. I've shouted at Paul now. And I know he's nodding. He wants to say something. <laughs> say, come on in now, Paul. Is no. there anything you want to say no, about I'm this? Soaking. Don't be daft. <laughs> Don't be a daft pig sat in the corner of the shed. What do you think about this? People not taking a risk yeah. on unknown stuff. Yes, I love to go out and see improv or something, so you know, know not know what's going to happen, stuff like that. So I think, yeah, we are review culture. I wish people would just go out more instead of sitting in. I think sitting in is the problem. If they go out to see something uh, that they're not having their frame of reference or experience and get something new, get out there. Just don't sit at home, is my question. Because I did go to the area now yesterday and there was loads and loads of bands on, absolutely brilliant. There must have been about six people in there. Yeah. We all had a good time, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And one of the bands, well, I think they've come from Manchester or something like that, I thought they were unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it before and I was very pleased to see it. Mm. But how would you get yeah, people to take that risk? What do you think, Sophia, about people taking a risk on new work, new voices? I think, well, one just, I'd do it. Yeah. You can always get something out of it. Of course you do. Even you if never regret it, do <laughs> yeah. you? <laughs> Even if it's just a different way to critique something, you're always going to get something out of it. I think the issue is so much is online, so much is accessible. Yeah. Like, like you said, Paul, mm. no one's leaving that. No one's leaving well, their like, house. I do think people think the only people that should be at live gigs are TV producers to scout for new talent mm. and then they'll bring them to TV and they can watch them at home. Right. It's not go out and find the talent yourself and yeah. you can be on the crest of the wave. Yeah, you, you and you get it cheaper on. as well. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I've oh. seen some really big acts now for like five pounds yeah. because I was and then you can an say, early bird. I saw them first. Before they were big, yeah, yeah ahead yeah. of the wave. You have to be one of those guys. And yeah, <laughs> the atmosphere at a live thing is... Unbeatable, isn't it? Definitely, Don't you think? definitely, and just connecting with other people, and breathing the same air, and laughing together, and dancing mm. together. There's mm. something so fabulous about it, which makes me think why we're making this podcast. Because oh. this is about really about getting people just to stay in on their own, listening on their own on trains well, and on buses with things in their ears alone. Mm. What I do you think? Can podcasts bring people together? Yeah, have a have a podcast listening party. If yeah. you're listening, how do you do that? How do you do that? I like the idea. There are, in Sherry Reds, I think there is a record listening party. They all sit around and listen to records together. So we should right. do that with podcasts. You can talk about it. So if we were to get oh, everyone, I like this, Dan. If we were get get everyone to sit together yeah. and and put Barbara Nice's uh, podcast, yeah. and friends um, out and put it on a on a speaker, mm. you can I sit there with your friends and talk and laugh along. I and it's like it, listening to Barbara Nice in the pub. I yeah. think it sounds good because you know what I mean about this individualistic thing everybody because in the old days I mean obviously I'm a lot older than anybody in this shed everybody would everybody <laughs> no, would watch ah well, you're looking good on it Daniel um, <laughs> everybody would listen to see the same television programs so you're good to work mm. and you say hey did you see what happened in Coronation Street but now we're all watching different things at different times and I like Killing Eve though have you been watching that 
Sophia, watch it. Do you not fancy it? I have seen a lot of hype about it. It's on my list. Sophia, it's brilliant. It's on though. my list. It, have it, you not, finished it? Yeah. It, no spoilers. No, I, won't, no spoilers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to spoil it for you. It's very good. But actually, there is word of mouth about stuff. Yeah. So you can't stop word of mouth, isn't it? Because it was a woman in the butchers told me about it. She didn't want to watch Killing Eve, Barbara, and I'm glad I did. Hmm. And I think it, everybody's talking about the bodyguard, but I think Killing Eve makes the. Did you watch The Bodyguard? The yes, last BBC episode was one. ridiculous. Yes, I watched that. He was walking around there with a bomb strapped to him for a long time. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud at that at the end. Oh, I, I was laughing out loud, for. Daniel. I thought, picking at that open, this is very realistic. Where are you going? My house. Followers. It was daft at the end. But I like this idea of making podcasts more um, sociable. Yeah. I don't want us just to be in these little boxes. You know, do well, you know what I mean, Cock? The best podcasts I've mm. seen, uh, they start like this and then they end up in front of an audience. So we'll see what happens. Where, where, where will we go? London Palladium? Somewhere, yeah, wherever. We'll bring back musical for this. Why not? <laughs> uh, go on, Daniel. Could take it to the Hare and Hounds. Oh, we could do it there. <laughs> That's absolutely smashing. And I think I love this idea about people being together. But mm. what I do like about the podcast, it reminds me of the old punk days. We can do our own thing. We're not waiting for the BBC to yeah. say, you know, Sophia, have your own show. Or you can just do because Brum Radio, I am going to big them up here, are absolutely brilliant. And if you're listening thinking, I want to do a podcast or I want to do my own radio show, what would they do? I mean, they couldn't come in the shed. That's mine. But there is other spaces, <laughs> isn't there, Paul? Yes, head to the website, brumradio.com. Head Click contact uh, yeah. on the website there and uh, just pop your ideas in an email. We're interested in everybody's voice. Mm-hmm. Come one, come all. i tell you what else I like. I like the new Doctor Who. Oh, that's great. Have you watched her, Sophia? very good. Does it matter you're busy, I've Sophia? She looks very guilty Who every time. Episode. Ever in your life? Ever in my life. Maybe a Christmas special, you know, yeah. in a group, like when you don't have any anything choice. else. Anything better to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you don't have control over the controls. <laughs> Oh no, I'm not saying I don't like Doctor Who. No. You don't. This is a theory. It doesn't matter. But if you get a moment, have a look because it's a girl this time. And she, I think I start she from the beginning. Spelled, no, it'll take no. you for bloody ever look. <laughs> I just watched this girl doing it. Go on, Dan. I've, uh, I'm probably in the same boat as Sophia You've in that I've never watched, watched a full it. episode. No. Because I think it was it was something that my parents' generation were really yeah. into, but then it died out in their did, generation and it, yeah. it struggled to come back. Mm. Did you ever see um, Board Church? Yes, it's with that, David Tennant. It's that now because it's it's the actress oh, from Boardchurch and it's the it. writer from Boardchurch. Well, it's it's that without the without the the, the no murder mur- and the, some <laughs> the, the cliffs. It's just an alien that does the murders this time. It's all. Well, maybe, maybe it's a good one for just a social commentary on what's going on in the world. In the same way that you know you have um, Amer- America's uh, South Park and The mm. Simpsons is always yes, known yeah. as a bit of a social commentary yeah. for better or for worse. Yeah, I used to like the Muppet Show. Please tell me you've seen that. Oh, of course. Right now, Sophia's looking quizzical. (sighs) No, Sophia, did you not have a television, love? Were you homeschooled? Were you homeschooled, (laughs) Sophia? The Muppet Show. The 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 it's time to put up Kermit, (laughs) Miss Piggy. Yeah, it's ringing a vague bell, but only vague. What's your favourite? When you was a kid, what did you like watching, love? Oh. I don't know. What did I like? I can't remember, but lots of my childhood, that's not a good sign, is it? Well, she's obviously very just very studious for them sats. <laughs> yeah, I don't know don't bother me. I'm trying to pass me exams. <laughs> she keeps looking at me like I know. I haven't got a clue. No, I know. I grew up watching Brum. That was me, primary oh. school. Oh, do you know, I I met the I was in a show with the guy who was the voice of Brum. Mm, wow. That little cat. Rosie and Jim. Fame. Oh, yeah, Rosie and Jim. Now, come on, Sophie. You did have a childhood. I've, <laughs> I've still got the dolls. <laughs> there you go, love. What you were doing, you were panicking. You were panicking. I was, just being and it just moment. went blank. That's right. Yeah. That's Rosie big... and Jim and Brum. <laughs> thanks, thanks, guys. She's all right now. <laughs> okay, well, I think it is getting cold in this shed because it's 
Okay. Well, it's, it's cold. <laughs> I think there was a bit of snow yesterday over mm. the Maypole area. So I think we're going to call it to an end. Yeah. It's been absolutely lovely. We've had a good chat about so many things, and I can tell by by Daniel and Sophia's eyes sometimes. They thought, well, where's she going now? But <laughs> we went there together. <laughs> And I think that's the important thing. And I have been a bit sharp with Paul, and I am mm, sorry, because it doesn't mean any harm. I forgive any you, arm. Barbara. Thanks Good for learning lad. to use your, uh, your shed pool. Thank you. Oh, no, yeah. everyone's being nice to me at the end. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, great, great shed pool. This well is a done. great shed pool. So we'll be back again on the Barbara Nice podcast. So it's been lovely. And I think the important thing is let's just keep doing live things and just including everybody. And just there's now wrong with just being together. And we don't have to score absolutely everything. Although five stars would be very nice <laughs> for this show again. <laughs> <laughs> so over and out, Barbara Nice, Barbara's in Streisand, nice in the biscuit. Look after yourself, kids. Peace, equality for all. Thank you, Barbara. And these aren't even pity clicks. <laughs> Thanks, kids.